Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Content marketing, SEO, competitive research, advertising. Sounds like a large scope of work you need to get done. How about full digital marketing control over your business? SEMrush can be your right hand for that. It has over 50 tools and reports to cover any online marketing activities. No more switching from one service to another. Get a 14-day free trial and watch your business grow. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's B-I-T dot L-Y bit.ly slash S-E-M-RushMPN. I know it's terrifying to think about launching your podcast and then thinking, what if nobody listens to the show? I understand how you feel. And I've launched shows where nobody's listened. I've also launched shows that had a ton of listeners from day one and were even making money from day one. So today I want to break down the exact process that I've used to launch multiple podcasts to reach thousands and thousands of listeners from day one. What's up, people? I'm Coach Chris, the podcast broker. Now, if you want to monetize your podcast, start making money from your show, make sure you check out the description down below. I have a free book for you. It's going to help you get started. I'm writing another book, but this one right now is the top three ways you can monetize your podcast based on where your show is. Now, if you're watching this video, it's obvious that you're a beginner. So I want to break things down for how you build that audience. How do you go from nobody listening, nobody knowing to you who you are, and then making an impact and having a community, all that good stuff. It's really a process, first of all. I don't want you to think that this is something you can just pick up a microphone and then just start talking and a ton of people just show up. That's not how it works. It takes some time to get there. And I'm gonna give you a basic process. This is something that literally anybody could do. Okay, so the first thing you have to do is the setup. Now, I'm not talking about the logo and all of that stuff. You know what that is. What I really want to refer to are three things that most podcasters overlook when launching their show. Number one is a mailing list with a landing page. Most podcasters I know do not have a mailing list, let alone when they launch the show. Like they still don't have one air 100 episodes in. You want to set this up as soon as possible because what if you lose listeners? What if you're, you go from one podcast platform to another? Like you could lose a lot of subscribers over time. It happens all the time. So having an email list is a surefire way to guarantee you always have a way to contact your people. You don't want to lose them. Now, the landing page is super important because I love sending my traffic to this page. I love sending people directly to one place. And on that landing page, when it's, I'm launching a show, it's always about, you know, what the show will be about, what we're covering, you know, really basic things that pique people's interest. I want them to be excited to work with me and to be excited to be a part of the community and all that good stuff, right? Now, the trick here is to have your trailer set up. That is number three. The trailer is important because you want to have a link on that page where they can listen to the trailer on whatever their podcast platform is. 
for example, that could be on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it is. I would say just choose the top. I would say just choose the top hosting platforms. Like if they're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, maybe Stitcher, you know, then those are the ones you want to have available, but then also have a link to your hosting platform. Now, the reason why this part of the process is so important is simply because you want to be able to bring listeners into your world as soon as possible. Getting them onto that landing page means you're automatically tracking them. Okay, I know what you're thinking. How are they going to opt in and then also click a link to listen to the show? because you put the links on the thank you page. That's the difference. You bring them to a landing page where you're showing them what the show is about, you get them all excited, right? And then as soon as they're excited about the show, they go and opt in and then you immediately send them the trailer page, right? It's usually a thank you page, but you make it a trailer page where you have buttons where they can click and listen on their favorite platform. Now what you've done is you've gotten their email address, you've gotten their permission to market other products and other content, and you got them subscribed to the show because if they opt in and give you an email, they'll definitely subscribe to the show. Now, I know I've gotten pushback on this saying it's too long a process to get somebody to subscribe and all of that. And I understand. But the beautiful thing is the people that do sign up, the ones that do subscribe and go through that whole process, those will become your brand ambassadors. Those are podcast ambassadors that will absolutely love your show. I also want to let you know, I'm doing a full masterclass on this on Instagram every Tuesday, Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I go live, but this coming Thursday, I'll be on Instagram live, breaking this whole thing down, showing you the tools I use and all of that stuff. So go and follow me at Chris Podcasting. All right. So the next thing you got to do is find other winners. Podcasting isn't a solo game, man. If you're doing it by yourself, you just create content and post it. You're not going to grow your show. You're not going to make an impact. You won't build an audience. It's going to be really hard for you. The best thing you can do is get around other winners. Now, there are various ways you can do this, but I'm going to give you some basic ones that really will help you, especially during launch week. So the first thing you want to do is get in Facebook groups. You already should be a part of Facebook groups, but you want to be part of at least 10 within your marketing, your niche. Now, I want to be clear about this, too. It's not like you have to go to the exact Facebook group, right? Like You don't have to be an exact one all the time. If you're a mother and your podcast is about families or health and wellness, you can still go to the mom Facebook groups. Actually, I would say it's better because some of those moms will be interested in a healthier lifestyle and all that stuff, right? So you don't always have to go, oh, I'm talking about health and wellness. I'm going to go to health and wellness communities. You don't always want to do that. I would suggest half and half, right? A balance of some groups where you can learn from other people and network and build connections and other groups where you're going to be serving them your valuable information. Now, the important thing is when you join these groups, connect with the group owner, because if they build a community of 5,000, 10,000 people, then they're probably somebody you want to be in contact with. That's probably somebody you want to know. And it's great to have these connections because down the line, I would suggest you interviewing these people and then have them promote the show inside the Facebook group. Right. Sometimes they charge you for this, but if their audience, you know, is active of 50,000 members, like, come on, that's a no brainer. Yes, you pay that price. Now, another thing you should be doing is using Twitter. I love using Twitter specifically to connect with influencers. I think Twitter might be the only social platform that billionaires actually use consistently. Like some of the wealthiest people in the world are on Twitter. I think news happens there the fastest. Like it's just boom, it's instant. And then everybody's talking about it and it's really popular. So you don't need to go on Twitter and specifically jump out there trying to find the most popular people. I would suggest finding people that are really popular in your corner of the world because your podcast blowing up is not about you being famous and being viral in all these different ways. 
What you want to do is be famous to the right people. You want to be popular to the right people. For example, I don't really care if everybody knows who I am and what I do. That's not, that's not of interest to me. What I care about is if podcasters know who I am. I want podcasters, people launching new shows. I want the companies making software tools to know who I am and what I do. That's valuable to me. So I'm going to go to the right influencers who are doing those things. And again, list like 20 of those people and literally just connect with them. Don't ask for anything. Shoot them a follow, maybe a DM if you can. Say what's up. Comment on their content and all that stuff. Show support. Do that. You don't want to ask for anything up front. You want to build the relationship first. Because when you launch that first episode, then that's when you reach out and you ask them to support the show. After you ask them to be on the show. You see, most people speed up this process. I, I would say it takes about two weeks to get there. You know, you want to support their content really um, have a conversation with them before your first DM cannot be, Hey, you want to come on my podcast? It's like, come on, man. I don't even know you. I don't know you. We've never talked. We never engaged with anything before. Like you just showed up out of nowhere and you're asking me to be on your show. That's kind of selfish. So you don't want to be that selfish person, but Twitter is actually home for influencers. That's definitely where you want to go. Now, another platform you should be on is Instagram. And this is specifically, if you know for real, for real, who your audience is, you want to use Instagram because this is where you go to find influencers that will promote your show. Like if I'm going to work with influencers specifically, not trying to network or anything, I'm going to Instagram because they're usually the people that know how promotions work. They're used to doing them. They, if you need them to read an ad script, they probably can do that too. Like they're more trained to do it compared to somebody on Twitter that doesn't really have that skill yet. They don't even monetize their Twitter like that. They just have a ton of followers. Instagram people are usually more prepared. And what I love about Instagram is I could pay somebody 50 bucks to post my podcast in their story for literally a day. And if that person has 20,000 followers, I'm just going to do really good. And if you take it a step further and you interview that person instead of paying them, the episodes do extremely well, simply because on Instagram, they usually have a really good connection with their audience, right? The ones that do create content consistently, they have a connection and they have more of a community. So honestly, I think most social platforms are valuable. You just got to use each one a different way, right? Like I'm not going to go on Facebook and then send a friend request to somebody and ask them to be on my show. And we've never talked before. I'm not really interested in doing that. At the same time on Instagram, that could work with certain people because they want that attention. They want the popularity and all that stuff. So it depends on how you use it, but every social platform is going to be very valuable. All right. Now the last step, you have to plan your content. And the trailer is like the easy part, but planning your content is super important. I mean, planning at least 10 episodes out. Now, me personally, I like to do a balance of solo episodes such as this and then community content where I'm interviewing leaders, I'm interviewing creators inside of whatever show that I'm on at that time. I've interviewed athletes from the basketball world. I've interviewed, you know, pros and and when I went to business, I started interviewing more entrepreneurs and business owners and stuff. So you want to interview people inside of your world and have a balance of it. I don't like only doing interviews because I don't want my voice to get lost in the show. I find that a lot of podcasts that I do watch or listen to that only do interviews. I don't have as much of a connection with the host. One of my favorite shows that does this is Empire. And that's with Bejo's Koulian and... Craig Ballantyne. I love that show because they have a really good balance of the content where it's just them two and they're having a conversation about something and giving insight and stuff. 
And then they also have episodes where they bring on guests, really dope entrepreneurs and business owners. It's like a perfect balance. And I think that's what we all should strive for because if you're only doing interviews, your audience will forget who you are. They see you as the question person. Now they're only tuning in to see who else you're bringing on the show. Then if you want to monetize the show with your own products or services, it's going to be really hard because you haven't built that level of trust. Now, I think interviews should be used to leverage, you know, grow your show, but also solo content is used to kind of sell your own products and promote yourself and build a connection with the audience. And with your content, please focus. And this is something I had to learn. Education, and entertainment, balancing it out. Like I'm trying to still get better at entertainment stuff. I know it seems like I'm boring. I'm just super professional like when I'm on camera and stuff. Like when I speak on stage at events, I'm not trying to be a comedian, a joke or two here and there. But for the most part, I'm like focused on what I'm doing. So I try to use more of the editing to be funny and all that stuff. But I'm not that kind of guy. Like I'm just me. Like and that's what I would say is the most important thing as a content creator overall kind of a rant but we got to stop trying so hard like overthinking it and trying to go viral and all that stuff stop like just be who you are i still get views on my videos i get listens on my podcast i get customers from all this content i create no matter how many people i reach i'm impacting the world in a very significant way so for me that is success so i don't feel the need to change and be all extra hype and excited and yelling this is who i am comfortable sitting in the chair feet up sometimes like it is what it is man this is my style of content and i think when you get to that level with your show that's when you know you become a good podcaster when you're comfortable podcasting the way you podcast for some people sit on the couch shoes off i get it for other people they have to sit at a desk like me for some people i know they literally stand up while they do all their content and that's like four hours a day it's insane so I'm not saying you have to do it in one kind of way. I'm saying it's better and healthier for you to find your way. Cause you know, the truth is all of these strategies and tips and stuff, they're going to be useless unless you find your own style of podcasting. You got to find what works for you. Now take what I said, use the tips and strategies if you want to grow, but don't overthink it, right? Set up your show and everything, get your logo and stuff set up, but have that landing page and that mailing list. That's like more important than almost anything else in the beginning. Like if I had done that and kept the same mailing list from seven years ago when I started, I'll probably have like 50,000 subscribers right now. Like I've literally worked one-on-one -on -one with over a thousand podcasters. It's been years of me doing this. And I didn't say that, I'm telling you, that is very important. You gotta do that. Then, like I said, connect with people on your platform. Use each one a different way, but connect with some winners, man. Some influencers in the industry, join some communities that's always super helpful um, and lastly start planning your content don't just do interviews and be scared to talk with yourself or you know um sometimes it's good to talk to yourself sometimes it's good to bring people in and have that conversation and here's a tip for that as a pro tip whenever you're recording record whenever you're recording solo content always think about it as if you're talking to one person Right now, when I look at the camera, I'm thinking about it as if I'm talking to my ideal customer, the person that hasn't launched their podcast yet and is scared that they're not going to have any listeners. That's what I recorded this for. So that's what I've been talking to this entire episode. So made to this point of the episode, man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on the channel, The Coach Chris. Thank you for listening to the business of podcasting, man. I appreciate you guys and get your copy right now. Three ways to monetize your podcast. It is completely free down in the description box down below. My book, Personal Branding for Podcasters, is coming out very, very soon. 
If you go and download the three ways to monetize your podcast, you'll be on a wait list for the next book. So make sure you go and check that out. I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Smallwood hosts a great podcast called Small Business Success Talk. Christy. Tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. Well, you get the feeling of not being alone and building a small business. <laughs> My guests have shared their success stories, their biggest challenges, their best practices, the passion for what they do, and what success really means for them. It's a mix of mindset, heart, and how-tos for the small business community to learn from each other. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? You can go to smallbusinesssuccesstalk.biz, or you can find the show at marketingpodcasts.net, or you can search for small business success talk wherever you get your podcasts you heard her go subscribe this podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts visit marketingpodcasts.net